This is Daily Politics. Here, we look into the ins and outs of everything Kenyan politics. We pull no punches and have no reason to sugarcoat anything that matters to Kenyans. We are open and here is where we say it as we say. My name is Rosalina Obala, political editor NTV. And I'm joined by... Uh, Gushun Dungu, editor uh, Saturday Nation. And I'm Oliver Madenge, multimedia editor NTV. Uh, we start with the electoral matters. And if you look at the election operational plan by the electoral body IBC, uh, they have undertaken the results simulation process. That is a results transmission pathway. Maybe let us just dissect uh, what have we seen with the dry run that the electoral body undertook. I think, I think one of the things that came out was that uh, people complained. Uh, there were some complaints about how slow it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me, having covered elections in this country in 2013 and 2017, mm-hmm. uh, from what we saw and what how the simulation went, went along, I think there is some improvement uh, okay. from what we saw in 2013 and what we saw in 2017. I think for us now is to continue urging IBC to continue testing the system. Uh, and the good thing is that uh, you remember in our previous episode we discussed about uh, the, the regulations that were not passed by, not passed by MPs. MPs yes. uh, and the IBC seems to have uh, come, with, come up with a solution even <laughs> <laughs> uh, besides what we had suggested because yeah. they are going to uh, deploy uh, some satellite modems yes uh, to those areas that don't have networks yes. or have the poor 3G, network yeah and and so that will help a lot in ensuring that uh, we get the results as uh, it's supposed to be done i think for 46000 uh, polling stations are a lot mm. The ones that don't have uh, no 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 those are the total, total the total, total yes, the, yes the total I think this time round last year was for uh, in 2017 was 45,000 yeah. but I think they've expanded it to 53,000 in 2022 yes so out of the total the uh, number of uh, polling stations that uh, exist uh, they say that only 1,111 wow that do not have 3G coverage or, or 4G coverage in so, 2017 it was over 11,000 yes mm-hmm. and that was one of the reasons why even the uh, the election was nullified yes. mm-hmm. so i think this is an improvement mm-hmm. uh, for me yes. I, and i think it's a good thing yeah and i think for me i think we have to continue commending ibc for being open with this process yes uh the simulation last time was done in a very funny way yeah. <laughs> at, at the tail end actually the eve the of eve the election of the election, of the election. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. At, least, at least this time they are doing it 60 days to the election, to the election. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, uh, i think we we have to continue encouraging ibc to be this open yes. uh, with the processes mm-hmm. so that at the end of the day everyone is involved yes. all stakeholders are involved and we have a situation where mm-hmm. everyone agrees that this is how the direction we are taking so that no one has to complain you see already poli- some politicians are already starting to make noise. Yes. Yes, uh, yes, we saw some of them making noise about uh, the systems and everything, even before the system was tested. <laughs> <laughs> so so complain about something that you've not seen. Yeah, yes. they're complaining about things they have not seen. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And, and so I think uh, this is a good thing for me, and I, I think we... we we're looking forward to ensuring that uh, the results flow as they should. Uh, I think, Oliver, I, I, I want to share with you optimism. 
Gujo I realize you are a pessimist. I don't know what this is. Inspire confidence. You need to inspire some confidence. Yeah, you need to inspire some confidence. Yes, you guys, I'm not even saying anything. I just want I'm just saying that I want to share with all of us that do. So I think I or to some extent I agree with Oliver yes. uh, IBC has definitely done better than uh, than they did in 2017 yes it's a good step forward but I want to go back to the issue of uh, no matter how much technology uh, we 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 put into this election yes. no matter how much money we put into this, into this mm-hmm. election how no matter how many satellite phones or whichever format you put into, into this election what this election and other things that we Kenyans do I will boil down to is what I called trust trust yes. deficit one mm. of the most credible elections Kenya has ever had was the 202 elections yes. there was no, actually it was a purely almost manual election mm. yes. and everybody accepted the results mm. is because the trust levels were very high with the with the ECK then yes. led by Kevoita before he blundered into so I think one thing that politicians and also us as voters have to start actually having is trust in our institutions because no matter what Uh, what technology we deploy we always have to we we'll always have glitches for instance he has just said uh, oliver has just just said that uh, even with in yesterday's testing yes. it was a bit slower mm-hmm. but at least it was working at so, least they can work now on that because we know where we are yes yeah. and you can now imagine with you said for how many polling stations for 53,000 53,000 we need to up our trust yeah and, uh, and i also think i also think that uh, probably we we need to go back to that issue of regulations you see uh, one of the proposals in the regulations was that uh, uh, polling stations uh, or the presiding officers mm-hmm. would have the authority to reopen the ballots after they have been counted in mm-hmm. case of a dispute yes. in, uh, where uh, agents are refusing to sign and yes. stuff like that yeah. i think that that particular mechanism is important i think we have to safeguard this election in terms of not just technology yes. but also the manual system yes has to be in a way that we are able as uh, Gushu is saying that we need to trust each other yes we can only trust each other if the system is open, is open. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes 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 yeah. but you see again what we need to educate kenyans is that when we talk about the technology you know people think that we are saying that the entire electoral process is electronic that is not the case yeah. because even you when you go to vote you are identified electronically when you put your fingerprints and they check your details yeah? yeah but when you're given the paper ballots you do it manually you mark it yourself and then you put it in the ballot so you cast your ballot manually the counting of the votes is also done manually yes, we are not yes. doing it electronically, electronically yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so where we are having this technology is where we are sharing both the text and the form yeah. to to the national telling center or to the constituency telling center or to the county 
Talent Center. Center. Yes. So I think Kenyans should also understand this because w- most of the people when they hear about technology, they think everything is t- uh, through technology. And that is why in se- uh, 2017 we had Vifaranga via computer. Because <laughs> 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 we were actually talking about the 54%. Yeah. So actually Kenyans forgot about the votes that they cast and they were actually looking at what is being relayed at the tail end. Yeah. So I think even as we talk about the technology, Kenyans should know at what point do we talk about the technology and at what point have we still retained the manual er- electro process. Yeah. Now, going uh-huh. going also forward, uh, uh, the, the simulation that we saw uh, IBC do 60 days to elections, and we've just shared our experience those who covered 2017 elections at BOMAS, we were at BOMAS on the eve of the elections. Mm-hmm. Actually, even the public portal was shared, I think, some minutes to 5 p.m. Yes. on the voting day. Mm-hmm. So the fact that IBC has decided to engage stakeholders and politicians and the public and even the media in doing this simulation, I think it's a plus to them. Because if there are many any gaps that need to be filled, they still have at least two months yeah, to, to, do, to that. do that. Yes. True, true, true. But then the politicians who the IBC is sharing with uh, are not even in the country. They don't need to be there physically. No, no, no. No, I think if personally I'm, I'm actually very disturbed yes. uh, by this behavior of our politicians sneaking in and out of the country. Yes. yes. Especially the top two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they cannot be sneaking in and out of the country yes. and we don't know what their mission is out there. As, mm-hmm. as well now they are candidates. Yeah, especially yes. that they are candidates. They, we need to know where they are. Mm-hmm. Yes. What if something goes and happens to them when they are there? The election is postponed. Yeah. For 60 days. Yeah, you see, yes. we, can't, we can't allow ourselves not to know where they are. And you see, even if they are in, uh, they, they've been sent by the president, uh, yes. Because uh, you see this, even though the president and the deputy president uh, are not do not see eye to eye, yes. he's still the principal assistant to the president. To the president, yes. And yes. You see, when the president was in Somalia, mm. uh, uh, the deputy president also went uh, across <laughs> the border to Uganda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, that was a dangerous, uh, and then, dangerous place to be yes, and, as a country. Mm, yeah, and yes. then uh, the Azimio candidate. Was in DRC uh, with uh, your friend, uh, the chief, <laughs> chief, chief minister. Chief, chief minister. minister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think there, there should be, uh, as a matter of concern, yes. mm-hmm, uh, there should be protocols that should be observed yes. when these politicians, especially the in a situation where we are having an election, yes, they should not sneak in and out of the country. Out of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we should know where they are. Mm-hmm. We had to force the Azimio guys to tell us where have these guys actually gone. And they do want to. It, it's uh, they do want to. They, mm-hmm. they treat it as a secret. Are, are we just being pesky? Uh, Oliver, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, uh, I mean, this guy doesn't have a life. I, 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 no, yeah. no, I don't agree with you. You know, we have to, we, to we have to agree yeah. that when you decide to join politics, you are a public property. You don't have any private life. You don't have a character. You are actually supposed to display yourself like a mirror to the public. And now, when you leave the country, and especially when you are a candidate who has already been 
cleared by IBC mm-hmm. between this time that you've been cleared and the day we cast our ballots on 9th uh, August is a very dangerous time for our candidates because God forbid if something happens today we'll have to defer our elections so first we are having a sitting president who is out of the country we are having a deputy president who is actually a candidate who is also out and we don't know where he is and there is no public uh, state dispatch or or his office dispatching information where they have left and then we have a top contender who is the Azimio Laumoja presidential candidate again Raila Odinga out of the country and one of his top uh, nominees in the cabinet then you ask yourself where are we as a country are we asking this out of genuine concern or are we asking this out of uh, journalistic uh, and it's, it's, journalistic it's a, it's, 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 or genuine it's concern? a general concern because <laughs> even if you look at yesterday when the media had uh, had reported on the issue you could see the inquiries the way Kenyans were anxious to know where are their leaders yeah. and i think by that alone should tell us we need to hold these leaders to account mm-hmm. if they decide if today you are campaigning and all of a sudden abruptly you'd cut your campaigns and you're nowhere to be seen we have to question because for us are you sick is it yeah. an emergency mm-hmm. or is it a state uh, emergency <laughs> uh, you, you know there are so many questions you're asking yourself where exactly are we and this one look at the security law we we have we owe it to ask them and even the access to information law gives us that right to ask where our leaders are i don't think the media is asking too much and the public is asking too much yeah and i think uh, I, i think it's uh, it's a matter of concern Uh, but uh, gladly they are back <laughs> <laughs> not all not all <laughs> no it's the weekend it's yes. a weekend so yes. yeah, they are back mm-hmm. uh Odinga will be in Makueni yes uh this weekend he basically in Ukambani then uh, next week he's uh, going to Kisi then he goes back to Kambani and then goes to northern Kenya uh, uh deputy president William Ruto uh, launched uh, the Women chatter. women chatter yes yeah so i i think uh, as we go on t- uh, with the weekend i think uh, we are going to see a lot of uh, activities uh, mother karua was in, Mak- in uh, kitui and makueni and uh, one of the things that uh, people have been asking is uh, why does azimio seem to have all very low key campaigns, campaigns as compared to kenya kwanza do uh, they does kenya kwanza have <laughs> more at stake <laughs> than, <laughs> than, than uh, Azimio. I think what worries me more even with these weekend activities yes. especially to to Kambani is that Kalonzo is not there. Yeah. Because I think you you is out of the country with his party when, leader. When your coalition is having activities in your stronghold. Yes. You would you would rather be there. You mm. I mean you're supposed to be there at least to even show that face of unity. Mm. I, I think then the level of energy uh, that Kalonzo is putting into Azimio campaign yes. is, uh, is suspicious. It's, <laughs> it's, it's basically not there. I think the, the whole of last week he addressed only two meetings. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, I think on, on, on a Saturday. Yes. Uh, now the, actually Mother Karua seems to be doing the heavy lifting in, in, even in Ukambani. Ukambani. Mm. And yet that is supposed to be Uh, Kalonzo's uh, Ngome. He's still finding his bearing. Remember, he just rejoined the other day. Uh, his bearing then is uh, must have been hidden very far. <laughs> <laughs> That is not, it cannot yeah. be found even up to now. Yeah, but but I, for me, the most interesting uh, campaign this weekend is uh, Mother Karua in Moranga yes. and Nyeri. 
Yes. And also going to on Sunday to Wasengishu. Yes. Uh, that is root of stuff. Yes. Mm. It will be very interesting to see the kind of reception uh, Azimio gets in uh, Ruto's back. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I hope I hope it won't be like last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last time they were there a chopper uh, was stoned. Was stoned. Was stoned. Eh? Yeah. So that we'll was quite unfortunate mm-hmm. and we hope we'll not see a replica of the same. Uh, I think also the electorate is a bit enlightened now. And most of the time, the people who talk trouble are always the politicians. So it also depends with how do you carry yourself. And especially when you're going to your opponent's staff, you also need to be respectful as much as you campaign for the votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I look forward as, uh, as, as we wind up on this, I think I look forward to the day when Nasimone, uh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the day Kalonzo will start real campaigns. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, no, and just before we he's finish, he's warming uh, up. He's warming up. Just before we finish on this topic of uh, the campaigns and everything, uh, why is uh, one William Ruto interested in uh, in these women vote? Uh, I, I think uh, he he uh, he said uh, on Friday that. Uh, Uh, this election is not even about the economy, but uh, mm. about the women. Yes. I, I think the optics don't look good for Kenya Kwanzaa because if you parried the four presidential the candidates, candidates yes. <laughs> all of them have women running mates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you parried the Kenya Kwanzaa brigade, including the chief minister, is <laughs> <laughs> a man. And and that thing of trying to demand that uh, the media send uh, uh, yeah, women female journalists, journalists, female journalists to yes. cover the event, was just being dramatic and not trying to... Yeah. So I think the, the other thing I also noticed... Ruto has a women headache. Yeah. Kwanza is trying to be gender sensitive. Yeah, but but yes. the other thing gender sensitive but the, the other thing I noticed is that uh, at the the front row was mm. the men mm. other than uh, uh, the late, first lady. Yes. The first uh, not oh. the first lady the, the second lady. <laughs> 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 then then the Gashagua's uh, wife yes, yes. and then Anna Barile and others there but yeah. yes. but it, um, uh, Aisha Juma and the rest mm. but most of the The others were men, uh, mm-hmm. from Nanok, from Salia Mudavadi, to Lusaka, to JB Moturi. So uh, but, it was but, a women's but, affair, but... But, uh, but we need also to give it to Kenya Kwanza, but because mm-hmm. when you saw the deputy president um, uh, address the, the, the conference, he was able to call out the women. And, and I remember when he started, he said he's very optimistic that Kenya Kwanza government, if... The, the win it, uh, the elections in August will have more women elected in offices than any other. Mm. And he went ahead and introduced the woman representative um, candidate for Kericho. And he, sh- he said maybe she's going to be the first woman to be elected unopposed. Yeah. She so, actually will be. Yes. So mm. she's if she's the, the first woman to be elected, then already they have a woman in leadership as they seek the other positions. He went ahead head and also paraded the number of women who are eyeing the governor position yeah. and he went again and did the same for the senators and the other positions mm. and he was doing that for me the way I look at it in terms of political optics he was trying to get bonker points that yes on top here I have uh, a deputy uh, running mate mm. uh, who is a man I have my top cabinet who are Uh, which is very masculine, but I'm supporting women for these other 
positions. So I think it was very strategic when he stood and started talking about the women in leadership. But on top of that, the last thing that he did, remember, he gave uh, a gender champion. Yeah. Jerry Kabeberi an opportunity to talk about women in politics and mm. I think that was also very strategic to just talk into these women and she also talked about how many women are registered which is over 50% of the, of the voters the vote, yeah. and how they can tap into that and she even gave uh, a scenario of how we can ensure that we have more women elected in the next government as opposed to the numbers that we have currently. Rosalina I still don't believe there's something called a women vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't, I don't, as a, I've never voted as a. <laughs> I've never voted as a block. Yeah, yes. I, I don't think so. Issue. I don't think so. Also, and uh, so it's an optics. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just more an of an optics. And politics is about optics. Yeah, yes. yes. uh, because because even in that forum, you saw him uh, calling up some women who yes. mm. were yeah. expressing. I saw one uh, saying that uh, they go to police stations, but the police station gender desk is not manned by women. Yes, and that would should change. So probably he's listening, and probably mm. uh, if he is elected as a president, probably some of these things may change. Mm, okay. Yeah. So let's uh, let's wind up and uh, <laughs> uh, wish you a lovely weekend. Okay. Good weekend, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Join us again in the next uh, podcast to discuss more.